Absolutely amazing to be doing this in front of you. Like this is a dream as a podcaster to have like a live show up on stage. But um, so I'm Brandon. I am your host for this collaboration podcast with Hero Collector, also the executive producer of Ship Talking Pod and one of our hosts. And I'm beyond thrilled to have uh, my two besties from Hero Collector here who are also up on stage with me, Ben Robinson and John Ainsworth. Gents, how cool is this? Like we're on stage together doing a live show. I know real people. Yeah. I'm so, I'm overwhelmed actually and this is the first time we've been doing the pod for a year we have three shows we have the hero collector show our main show and a show called shuttle scuttle we have four out of the five team members here and other than robbie and i who grew up together uh, and have been best friends for almost 20 years we have other members of the team and this is the first time we're meeting in person as well so this really means a lot to us uh, to get everyone together we're all big one big ship talking family uh, but of course it's great to have you both with it as a quick reminder for listeners so ben leads up the ship's collection and is also the co-author and co-editor of the company magazines and John as development manager. And today's episode is actually going to take us back to Star Trek Picard. We're going to chat about the Romulan Warbird, so specifically 2399 when Picard takes place, and it made its debut on screen in season one. Um, Can I ask you each to share your contributions to the ship, what you remember working on it specifically from a magazine perspective and and understanding, you know, the the design and the lore, and then John uh, after Ben to talk about the actual development process for this specific ship? Uh, Yeah, so my main responsibility with these ships, apart from agreeing with John about what order we should do them in, uh, is to talk to John Eves, in this case, who designed the ship, and to find out why it is the way it is and how it could have been different. All right. And we're, we're, going to desi- we're going to jump into the design in just a bit. John, do you remember what specifically you worked on for this? There, is there anything that deviated from the normal process for the ship? No, I think it was fairly uh, easy. I mean, because obviously we had the actual um, 3D files from production for this one, so that was good. I think we had a little bit of back and forth on getting the, the paints right. The, I, there's the sort of red colouring on the wings of the bird. Mm. And, you know, you want to get that right so it's not too red and it's not too not red. Yeah. You know, so. And it's one of those rare Star Trek ships that is wider than it is long. Yeah. And very thin. It's very thin. Yes. I, I wish we could put a photo up to show you. Uh, you can see it over at the booth. Um, this is issue number 10 for the ships of the uh, Trek Universe collection. Um, so what's cool about this one, we, we knew that after the destruction of Romulus, right, the Tal Shiar were still operating warbirds. They had all different kinds of warbirds that evolved from just the Valdor and the Dideridex uh, into these really cool, this one looks kind of like a condor. Uh, yeah. If I, would you say condor? I, that was John Eve's intention. All I right, mean, yeah. the, the sort of brief for all the Picard stuff was that it had to look like a step on from the last things that we'd seen. Yeah. So Eves had uh, designed the last sort of wave of Romulan ships we'd seen. Okay. So the Valdor. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially they said to him, can we have something that is quite, you know, let's start from the Valdor and do something along those lines. So his first design, I think, was for a, a kind of double-hulled version mm-hmm. of the Valdor. So um, it had like space between the neck and it had two heads. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but he never really felt that that was, it didn't look sufficiently Romulan to him. And okay. I think he also felt uh, that it was just a bit too much like the Valdor. Mm. Um, and John, 
John's one of those people who's always looking for somewhere to find inspiration, and he's he really lobbied to be able to do a design that was based on a bird. Yeah. Um, and he actually designed a couple of other, you know, he used a couple of other birds, including one he doesn't know what kind of bird it was, <laughs> um, for what became known as the Romulan bomber internally, which actually is like a kind of fighter escort ship. Yes. Which we already talked about yes. in an earlier episode. And this one actually. Um, the, the design for this one kind of evolved. So if you remember at the season one finale, we learned that Admiral O was part of, you know, the Romulans. It was double agent in Starfleet and her flagship, which we talked about a couple episodes back. For This was actually one of the original concepts for okay. maybe what the flagship could be. We have to wind back a bit. <laughs> wind right. George, insert, rewind, animation, sounds. <laughs> so when they were first conceiving Picard. Yep. Uh, it was the Romulans rather than the Synths who attacked Utopia Panisha. Do you, do, do you know this? Do you know, do our audience, so uh, like what Ben said, remember the Synths, right, in the first episode of Picard? It was actually the Romulans originally. So the idea was that a Romulan fleet would come to Mars, yep. it would bombard the surface of Mars, so that's why some of them are called bombers in the concept art. Um, and then there would be all these other Federation ships and people evacuating from Mars at the time, and there were a load of designs done for that, um, none of which actually ended up on screen. Uh, and there would have been at least two different kinds of uh, Romulan ships attacking Mars. Right. Uh, and there was a flagship at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the art department didn't think it was going to be a physically different ship. They thought it was just going to be decoratively different. Um, so this bird, this this warbird has a bird of prey design on the underside and has some kind of feather kind of patterns on the top. That's right, isn't it, John? That's the red patterning I was yeah. referring yeah. to. Yeah, that's right. Um, and they were going to do a version for the Admiral that had gold patterning. Mm-hmm. So it would have been the same ship physically, right. but it would have been, you know, differentiated by its paint scheme. Paints. And now in the magazine and in many of the magazines where it talks about Picard, the name Chad, Todd Janowski comes up quite a bit. Yeah. Can you talk about the relationship between Todd and John Eves, who is designing the ships and how that comes to be, what that process looks like? So Todd was uh, the production designer on Picard uh, in season one. Uh, it's now someone called Dave Blass, who's also yes. an extremely nice man. They're both yep. very, very nice men, actually. Uh, and Todd would be given a kind of broad outline of what was going to happen. He wouldn't necessarily get a script. So, you know, they don't want to wait for the art department to have that script before they start work. Mm-hmm. So he, he would go in and... You know, they would describe the story to him. The producers would say, you know, the Romulans are attacking Mars and there's all these different ships and there's that. And he would come back and he would say to John, okay, um, Romulans are going to attack Mars and design me some ships for him. And they might have like an initial conversation about, okay, where do we want to start? What about something like this? Um, They might pull out some reference. Um, You know, John has a lot of books that he's very interested in. Uh, aviation. He has a, a particularly drawn a lot of inspiration from World War II planes and yeah. uh, X-planes as well. Uh, and then Todd would kind of give John his marching orders and then John would get on with it. Uh, and in the meantime, Todd would be off sorting out a thousand other things because mm-hmm. he's also responsible for all the sets and all the props and all of that. Yeah. Um, and his in- he was incredibly busy. I mean, I, I visited them on the set of Picard, which was a really nice thing to go oh, to do. Oh, very nice. Uh, but Todd was just like, he just about had time to say hello, 
shake my hand and then had to run off right. to another meeting. Uh, so John could be, sometimes you might see Todd the next day, sometimes yeah. it might be yeah. a week. Uh, so he would he would be designing away until he got a chance to show what he had to Todd. And then as the production designer, Todd would give him some feedback and they would kind of narrow it down to a point where he had something he was happy to go and show the producers. I mean, uh, I love the journey that they take and, and then the journey doesn't stop there, right? Because then, well, even before the show comes out, John, was this one of the models that um, was sent to Hero Collector before Picard actually premiered? I think I think it probably was, yeah. yes, because we did get them all sort of in one big batch. Okay. Um, Do you remember opening this one and, and um, anything anything surprising with it? Any any? Uh, wasn't this the one feature? we got first? No, that was the um, the bomber, the bomber. Bomber. bomber, which isn't which similar. isn't a bomber. No, which isn't <laughs> no. a bomber. Well, I know that Todd asked for this one to be a heavy bomber, right? Because again, the Romulans were going to be bombing Utopia. Bombarding. Bomba- sorry, bombarding. It's a heavy bombardier. The heavy bombardier, right? That's right. Um, so, uh, and any behind the scenes stuff that you. Can remember for this one um, specific, not, other than the colors. Not I guess? that was particularly difficult. I mean, I remember thinking, yeah, that looks like a Romulan ship. It's yeah. based on the bird. And it, it, it looks great. Um, yeah, it wasn't particularly. It didn't immediately think, oh gosh, this is going to be a difficult one to do. Okay, um, well that's which, good. Which isn't, which isn't a very exciting story. No, no, but, but it's, <laughs> it's it's a beautiful ship. Do we have any Romulan fans in the audience? All right, I see a few hands. Absolutely beautiful ships, and I, what I love is there's a design lineage that continues through, and I love the colors. Um, it's just it's unmistakable. Romulan when you see it. You'll see that uh, Romulan bird. There are variations of the Romulan bird logo on each of the ship. So one of the things they did was make sure that they designed all of them have a, a, a painted bird on the underside. Okay. But each of them has a different one that reflects the nature of that particular ship. What do you mean between the bomber and the yeah, yeah, so the bomber and the flagship, and in fact, on the Admiral's, well, the Admiral's flagship and the, the warbird. Because they were obviously keen for that last big battle at the end of Picard yes. to make the ships look as different as possible, which is why there were variations of um, Riker's ship. And, uh, yeah, it differed very. There was three variations of the Inquiry class, right? The, the Zhang four. He. That's four. Right. Oh, sorry, four. Yes, four. yes, yes. Four. four. Yeah. Well, seriously, this has been absolutely amazing. It's a dream come true for me so thank you both for joining and thank you all in the audience again for coming out and listening to us record this live podcast uh we hope you enjoyed it so for those of you listening in the audience this is going to come out on your favorite pod platform uh, probably in just a few weeks time and uh for those who are listening right now on your favorite pod platform uh we hope you enjoyed the show and try and come out to see us live again we should do this again absolutely yeah. Let's, yeah. Do, let's do more live shows do make sure to pick up the romulan warbird model so you can check it out as well as the magazine that comes with it you can see all the original concept art how it came to be you can hear some of these stories stories and see the behind the scenes stuff and before we plug our socials and say goodbye as a teaser for the next episode we're going back to star trek discovery and i'm so excited to announce that the next episode of this podcast we're going to be talking about the hero ship from star trek discovery herself well her season three uh, well actually. oh oh ah uh, actually no you're right well we are going we're book ship it is a hero ship it is a it hero, is a hero ship. Book, for sure it's book ship and then we're going to be talking about discovery there was a little bit of a we're going to go we're going to go in forward in time and then we're going to go back to the future right we're, just, we're going back we're yeah. going to episode, we're going to episode 12 and then to 11 we're going to do something anyway stay tuned we're going to talk about all the ships of course um i guess before we go john can you remind everyone uh how they can uh purchase the models or subscribe to the collection you know i always blank at this. <laughs> i can never remember our own web address herocollector.com yes forward slash yes something yes <laughs> star trek universe Star Trek Universe. You got it. <laughs> and ben uh we've got melissa here in the audience you want to plug yeah. all the social media channels she uses so well uh, twitter instagram facebook 
Yep. We're on all of those. Melissa's a very busy person. Uh, she is really a busy person. Uh, I, uh, I have a lot of admiration for the work she does. And James, my community manager as well. It is a hard job. That is for sure. Yeah, well, be nice to Melissa. Yes, be fair. Be nice. Be nice. Um, uh, well, of course, for Ship Talking Pod, we are at shiptalkingpod.com. You can get the links to all of our shows there and details. We're also on Twitter at Ship Talking Pod. And I suggest if you haven't followed us already, do because for this for this series, every time we put out a ship, we put it at a giveaway. So there's a chance to win the model and the magazine. We can ship it uh, over to you. All you have to do is uh, like the post and retweet it. Uh, so keep an eye out because every ship we're going to do for this universe collection gets one of those. And Ship Talking Pod is also on Patreon. Uh, Patreon, in return for your support as a patron, which makes everything we do possible. We provide special benefits, including expanded episodes of our main pod. You get to chat in Discord with some of our guests. Like we have Mark Raidmaker in there who made the Vesta. We've got uh, Thomas Maroney who works on Star Trek Online and does all the ships there. Actually, we have all the ship guys from STO. We need to get the two of you in there, uh, but it's a great way to connect with them. Uh, you, there's also special patron-only giveaways and much more. That's at patreon.com slash pod. Ben and John, thank you so much for joining me up here on stage. Thanks for uh, inviting me up to, to join you. Absolute pleasure as always. And uh, onward we go to our next episode. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Pleasure. See you then. Thank you.